I tell people all the time, you have to, it's like brushing your teeth. You have to do a little bit every day throughout the day. So it's not a workout, it's a lifestyle. And lifestyle is key to improving what you guys are trying to go after. And like I said, it's like, I move better now than I did when I was 20, pain-free. Like I might've been jumping higher, stronger at 20 because of all the stuff I was doing, but the functionality and the stuff that you'll have from doing a simple routine daily where you mix it in, okay? It's like massaging the body. People go to chiropractors, massage therapists. It's gotta be a lifestyle. Welcome to the Ingrained and Balanced Podcast. So happy to have you guys here for this interesting conversation we're about to have. We're gonna be talking about methods and things you can do to help increase your mobility, which ultimately increases strength, gives you a strong foundation, support, so you can be active and enjoy those things you like to do, whether it's golf, tennis. Uh, now a lot of people getting the pickleball the older we get, right? So let me tell you a little bit about Bobby, our guest. He's a physiotherapist who has spent over three decades as an athlete, a student, and educator of physical movement. Now in the best shape of his life, his mission is to help others move with ease, grace, and power to eliminate pain, reduce the chance of injury, and maximize performance. As a double Division I college athlete playing basketball and baseball, Bobby's athletic success was plagued by injury. The road to his success was born out of necessity as he had to figure out how to prehab and rehab for himself. Now the developer and founder of BAM Metrics, which stands for Bobby Aldred Method, is sharing his proprietary system used by professional athletes with us to help increase mobility, unlock joints, eliminate dysfunction while alleviating pain, preventing injury, and increasing performance. I mean, I know I have a lot of listeners who are into golf, playing some tennis, taking up pickleball. If you're in your 40s or 50s, you're going to really like what this guy has to say. Okay, it's actually, without any further ado, let's get into it. All right, Bobby, how are you today? Thanks for joining us. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Great. This is Marty here, my co-host with us. Uh, we've been looking hey, forward Marty. to having this conversation hey, with you. Due to the fact that we're two older guys suffering from chronic pain and flexibility, although we, you know, we try to uh, to deal with it and to keep physic, you know, keep our physical fitness um, regime in place. But you know, when we get a chance to talk to somebody like you who kind of walks the walk and you've lived a incredible life and we can't wait to get into it a little bit more but before we do as we do with all of our guests i want to ask you about any habits you do in the morning when you wake up what did you do today that you try to do every morning i literally do where i get out of bed and i walk towards the bathroom and i walk like an old man because i'm 53 years old so i you know stiff as could be i don't pop out of bed like spider-man i walk to the bathroom i jump in the shower i turn it on and I have a step in there. So I do a thing called the runner stretch. I do that for about 30 seconds to a minute. I switch feet to the other side, which gets my hamstrings, my calf, my low back, my T-spine. And then sometimes I'll drop to my knees and put my hands on the counter and open up my chest and shoulders and just let the hot water roll on my back. And then I'll get up and stand up and I'll do it with my hands over my head straight. Where most guys can't get their arms straight right here. Okay, men. They'll, they cannot bring them in towards their ears. They can't push them back behind their shoulders. They don't have that mobility. So I'll hold that for about 30 seconds. 
And then I literally start the day like I feel better. So I tell people all the time, you have to, it's like brushing your teeth. You have to do a little bit every day throughout the day. So it's not a workout. It's a lifestyle. And lifestyle is key to improving what you guys are trying to go after. And like I said, it's like I move better now than I did when I was 20, pain-free. Like I might have been jumping higher, stronger at 20 because of all the stuff I was doing. But the functionality and the stuff that you'll have from doing a simple routine daily where you mix it in, okay? It's like massaging the body. People go to chiropractors, massage therapists. It's got to be a lifestyle. And if you fit that into like you guys are on a podcast right now, so you get off the podcast, you stand up, you do a runner stretch right at your desk. You get a routine going that mixes in throughout the day. So at the end of the day, we're all busy, especially if you have kids, a job, the whole thing. It'll simplify movement and make you feel better. So I got a question. So we've had some guests on the show preaching, obvious the cold showers. Do you sprinkle in a cold oh, shower yeah. now and then? It, that's rough for me because I, I really like the hot shower, to be honest. But yeah, it, it, my friend, Tony, who professional baseball player, retired the whole thing. He does it all the time, every morning. And I'm like, Tony, how do you shock yourself every morning? I have another guy. Actually, Jared Goff is the football player. If you guys know football, his dad, Jerry, I play golf with. I'm going to play with today. He played for the Pittsburgh Pirates and that whole thing. He actually bought a cold tub and takes it every day for seven minutes. And he's like, Bob, dude, I feel amazing. And I said, I know because we used to, back in the day when we used to squat, you know, 400 pounds, 500 pound deadlift, all that stuff. We used to go to the beach, get in the water for 30 minutes and freeze our body. And the ions in the ocean, nothing better. Nothing better. If somebody lives close to the ocean and it's cold, I am telling you, you'll feel like a rubber band when you come out if you do that for 30 minutes. Okay? Not five minutes, 30. Go in there. Let the inflammation leave your body. It's an amazing feeling. I wonder if, if, if it's better to, if you're going to try to do that every day or a couple of days a week, more beneficial to do it in the morning, right? When you get up or before you go to sleep, would you know that answer? Yeah, I would say at the end of the day, for the reason that you had the day you had, whatever that is, everybody's different, but you ice down and take the inflammation away and then you go to sleep, right? Um, there's one thing I do every night before bed is I lay on the block, those blocks I have behind me back there. I lay on those and they open up my chest and shoulders because throughout the day, we all get more rounded this way, right? So by laying on those blocks, it opens up my chest and shoulders. And to our listeners, you'll be able to check this out on our YouTube video if you want to watch. So you literally put these blocks down. Now, if you're a beginner and not very flexible, you might, you might put them like this, right? So this is six inches. This is 10 inches. This is 12 inches. So I do this every night before bed. So I put it at 12 like this, and then they have to be straight across like this. So this is what it looks like. You see my toes and feet, how the ankles fall out. So I look like that. So what it's doing is it's opening up the roundness that we have throughout the day. It's opening that up and it's getting my hips to internally rotate, which normally they're the opposite way. So we don't have very good internal external rotation, which causes a lot of back pain. So by doing this every night, so if I do it this way, you guys can see. So that's what it looks like this way. Okay. So 
it's literally opening up my chest and shoulders and reducing the amount of hypotic is what they call it, rounded back. You're going to have a better position, which reduces pain. So the, the biggest thing with people, if you want to understand pain, it's compensation. So one muscle's weak, one muscle's strong, one muscle's short, one muscle's long, right? So if we get those to even out, you'll reduce your pain. So like one of my favorites, the wall windmill, where we put our arms and head and everything on the wall and do a windmill, you will notice like, God, my body's a little rotated that way. You'll feel it because of the, of the wall. So all the exercises that I teach and help you guys, especially when you're over 40, because most of you haven't done this stuff. I have pro athletes that haven't done this stuff. So uh, for most of you, if I can get you to move better, okay, mobility, then add strength, you're not going to have pain. Most people say, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to run. I'm going to get fit. But they're not mobile. Now, mobile means not flexibility. Flexibility is the length of the muscle. Mobility is the amount it allows you to move. For example, if I do this exercise where I'm going to put my feet wide, so right now they're 60 inches apart. I put my hand on the ground. Now, if you don't have the, it's not the range of motion. It's the, it's the strength through the joint. As you move, you won't be, a, it, your body won't let you do it, right? So it's not a matter of length. It's a matter of strength of that joint. That's mobility, right? So most people go to the gym and strengthen, 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 strengthen. If you do it this way, you will feel the best you could feel. Mobility first, soft tissue work on that mobility, then add strength. Okay, It's like writing code. You write the code that's good. You push enter. Most people push enter and they have no clue with the code. That's the problem with fitness. And that goes on at the highest level. I'll talk about um, Will Zalatoris on the Pro Tour Golf Tour. I want to interrupt you for just one second because you yeah, hit on a hit on a point that is like near and dear to my heart. So I'm a I'm a power lifter. That's 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 what I like doing right now, and I have liked doing it for the last uh, seven eight years. And so mobility, I was introduced to mobility by my trainer after I after he really introduced me to powerlifting in a serious way. Because if you powerlift in a serious way, you're going to feel pain. And you're going to, you know, so when I heard, when he talked about mobility to me, it was that soft tissue work. And so I, to me, when I first learned about mobility, mobility equaled pain because that, that stuff was really painful. And he's, as he was doing it, I would make all kinds of, you know, a grunting and pain sounds on the, on the table. And there's a gym of people looking at me like he's like torturing me or something. And then, <laughs> he, and, and, but he was like, don't worry. When you get up, you're going to feel so much better. And yeah, I really like active I, release. Yeah, active I, release. I, yeah. I thought he. I thought he was just a, sort of a you know a, a misogynist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Masochist. A, a sadist. Yeah, masochist. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wrong yeah. word, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Not a misogynist. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. I thought he was just a sadist until I got up and I was like, wow. And I always had the question with him because there are times when I will have things like I, I will have a, a recurring uh soreness stiffness 
in in my upper back, sort of uh, by my uh, trap. That can, if I if I leave it untended, it will go all the way down my arm, tricep, bicep, into my forearm, all the way to my wrist. It'll it'll go that whole. That's nerve. an impingement. That's exactly. an impingement. One hundred percent impingement. Yep. Yep. So he, I've had those. I can fix yeah. that. Yeah, and so he taught he, he he's gave me give me a, a lacrosse ball, and I, I worked the lacrosse ball over and over and all the way up and down the arm and the back, and you know, yep. And I I was asked him the question, hey, should I do this before I lift or after I lift? And you talked about when I heard you before you, I think you talked about, hey, you need to do this before you lift. But well, it depends on the situation. So if you have an issue before. If you don't have an issue, but you want to touch on the body, then after, because you strengthen, you do all your stuff, you're kind of tight. You got to take, take those knots out. So to really simplify this for your, for your guys who are watching the video, let me simplify this for you for foam rolling and everything. Literally, your muscle is this. Okay. Now, if you have a knot in the muscle. Okay. So here's your knot. It looks like this, right? Now, if you're going to stretch it, what happens to the knot? It gets worse. So do you, should you do foam rolling first or should you do stretching first? Foam roll. Take that knot out. Once the knot's out, then stretch it as much as you want and you're not going to hurt it. Then strengthen it. That is the order to feeling amazing. That is the holy grail, what I just told you guys. So... Yeah, that makes Most, a lot of sense. Even pro athletes don't understand that. It's, it, it, I'm, I'm talking, so Will Zalatoris, you'll have to look him up. You don't follow golf. Just had back surgery. I watched him last year. He's very arched in his back, very compressed. And the trainer for the PGA, Professional Golf Association, came out to help him. Okay. He rotated him. He lifted him. He rotated him. Zap goes, oh, no, I'm good. Couldn't take it. There's no way he should have done what he did with him. So at the highest level, these guys really don't understand what to do. There's five things I would have done to Zach that probably would have made him feel better. Because most of the time it happens. I call myself the one hit wonder and not because I'm a genius. I am stupid, but I follow the best guys and I steal from all of them. So I have 10 people taking my test and I look at everyone and I go, those two have the same answer and those don't, I'll take that. So I get a hundred percent on my test. That's what I try to explain to people because I'm actually stupid. So I have to cheat off everyone to be better. Well, so that's I'm what we're doing you, right now. <laughs> that's right. Hey, well, that's we're what planning I, on cheating what, off of you. <laughs> well, what I'm telling you guys is literally, I wish I would have known what I know now. I wouldn't have had two hip replacements this year. Literally, January had one, December I had one, right left. And I mean, look at me now. I can do anything I want. Full squats, one leg balance, doesn't matter what it is. It's mobility is key to improving performance, reducing pain, and letting you do what you love to do. So for me, pro athlete to weekend warrior, what do you guys want to do and enjoy? If you want to be a power lifter, God, I can't imagine. I did 450 back in the day. I would have done 650 because I would have never hurt and I would have kept getting stronger. I'll tell you guys one, one story. My son is 16 now. So four years ago, he was 12. 
we finished baseball practice at my facility. Uh, and basically they said, Hey, can we do a bench press contest at the bar? And I said, sure. So the kids want to do a bench press contest. So they jump on, they do 18. Then the high school kids jumped in, did 38. Then the college kids jumped in, they did 78. Then they said, Bob, what can you do? And I'm like, Oh shit. I, 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 I don't bench 315 anymore. I bench about 260, right? So I'm not as strong. I go, I did 104 back in the day right now. Oh man, 78 might be tough. I, I wasn't sure. I was like kind of getting nervous, right? So I go, okay, I got to get on there. I got to get 79 and I'm pretty good at ramping it up. 79. So I'm thinking 79. That's all I was thinking. 7,500, 150, 200. So why did that happen? Okay. Look at this. Back in the day, bodybuilder, strong guy, buff, ripped shoulders forward. I felt it here. This time I was in a perfect position. I didn't feel it to the end in my triceps because it's so light. It was like, not my shoulders. It was my triceps. So I left that day going, Oh my God, my freaking program is unbelievable. Like I didn't know how good it was till that day when I left and said, Bodie, I'm so happy you guys did that. But like, I didn't know because I tell you, I lay on the block every night. I do my stuff in the morning and then I mix in throughout the day, depending on the clients, different exercises. I do not do a workout for an hour a day or two hours a day. Like I used to back, 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 way back. I have two kids, a wife, business, busy. Okay. So I get busy, but you guys got to understand if you mix this in, you're going to take that deadlift of 450. And because you're so functional, feel so good. Boom. Then you go like, I'm going to go 475. But I have a kid right now who's an average, average athlete, very average. Goes to SMU, not playing sports right now. He used to play baseball. He deadlifted 460 the other day. This is an average guy. So if I have an amazing kid, that's 660. I mean, it's truly the, the limits of what you can do nowadays. And most people don't understand the climb of the mountain. Okay. There's a lady I train right now. I've had for 12 years now. When I started with her, I saw her half an hour once a week. And I said to Mary, I said, Mary, I'm stealing your money. You got to come twice a week. This is ridiculous. She comes twice a week. Long story short, COVID started. I wasn't seeing anyone. I was on Zoom. And she said, could you come see me? And I said, I'll see you only. So I went and saw her only three times a week. Now we've been consistent since COVID three times a week. She is 114 pounds. She's now 119. She gained actually weight because of strength. She carries 40 pound dumbbells in each hand and jumps rope in between for a minute four sets. Now you don't understand. This lady thought when I handed her five pound weight, I was crazy. That's how far she's come. I have one other story with a lady that was 90 years old that started with me at 87. She came to me three times a week and I used to hand her like a five pound, 10 pound, 20 pound to do the squat, hold the weight, touch the ground, stand up, right? I, every week, I, every two, three, four weeks, whatever it was, I hand her another five. So it was like 15, 20, 20. She got up to 50 pounds for 20 reps. Now that taught me what the human body can do at 87 
She was never working out in her life. Her husband died. She came in. She'd wear the same outfit every day, her little Adidas black suit with her gray hair. She'd come in every morning, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, never miss, never miss. And we'd have our little, and I'd be talking to her and she'd be like, oh, God, oh. And I'd say, oh, Bernadette, keep going. Great job. How's your daughter doing? And she'd keep going, right? And it was like, it's really funny how we set limits to ourselves that we could be so much better if you just allow it to happen. So it's incredible. And this is just by addressing some of the core principles of mobility and, and function before you get into actually lifting the weights, which is actually, let's jump back into that. These just daily habits, right? Things we could do. Marty, I know um, with me, and I think most adults, especially men, lower back pain, right? Or That's a big one. 80% of people have low back pain. Eight out of 10 people in the US have back pain. And that's just mostly from poor habits, right? Like notice you're sitting on a a balance ball, right? Um, Do you do that whenever you're sitting for lengths of time? This is what I was going to say. So a simple fix to, I do corporate wellness. That's part of on my website, I do corporate wellness. I get them to sit on balls if the bosses will allow it. Why? So years ago, 20 years ago, there was an article in Shape Magazine or one of the magazines. I don't remember which one. They had women sit on a ball for like 12 weeks. Okay. They didn't change their diet. They didn't change anything. They lost on average four to six inches on their waist because they're sitting. Look at me. Just taking their core to balance it. Yeah. They're sitting. They're doing this, but you're not seeing that i'm sitting here like i'm stagnant but i'm not stagnant if you put a slow motion camera on me i'm moving so my hips never lock up they're always moving the better you move the better your performance and the less pain you will have so when somebody has an ache or a pain there's a compensation there so don't go diving into go get chiropractic go get something you have to figure that pain out And every doctor that's out there does what they teach. If they're a hip replacement guy, he's going to give you, you need a hip replacement. If you go to a doctor that prescribes medicine, he's going to prescribe medicine. So you guys got to kind of do some due diligence to understand why do you feel this way? Okay. And then make a decision on how you're going to treat it. Because most of the time, the human body will figure it out if you teach it that. That's what I've seen. I had back pain for years, to tell you the story, because I broke my back in a car accident. For two years, the lawyers were saying, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? I said, it hurts right here because they were asking. Okay. I was thinking about it. When it was lawsuit was over, the pain disappeared. This is like my client, Jano. Who her husband goes, yeah, she like complains about back pain every day. Da, da, da. She went on vacation for three weeks. She never mentioned it because she didn't think about it. So you guys got to be careful with chasing pain. That's almost, it's not ghost pain, but it's, it, it almost is that you'll find it because that's what you're looking for. And that's how human beings are. Yeah. So, so. Psychosomatic, you know, it works. If you, if somebody tells you that, 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 uh, oh, you're, you know, this is out of alignment, you go to, you go to a chiropractor and they say, oh, this is out of alignment for the next couple of days. You're going to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm a little sore. You're like, I, I, I totally, <laughs> I mean, I, I get that. I'm a psych major undergrad. So I mean, the power of the mind, oh. 
you know, yeah, the, the mind and the body very strongly connected. But I mean, to to go back to to something that you were talking about, I, and Lonnie, you know, you you've known me. I used to have back pain constantly. I used to have and brutal. I had I had pain so badly one time. I was walking down a long hallway in a hotel, and I couldn't make it the length of the hallway. It was actually at uh, one of the like it was like one of the resort spas in the northeast. Like ah, uh, you were in Vegas. Ones. That's no, 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 no. I had done like I had I had done like uh, I had gone running and then I did uh, basketball and I did lifting and and on the basketball court I tried to go up for a rebound and I like landed awkwardly and so I had this pain in my back and it got so bad I literally couldn't walk down the hallway and I just lied there you know, in the middle of the hallway as people pass me by and saying like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I- I'm okay. I like you're a tough guy. I'm okay. <laughs> but I had no idea how to, what to do about that. When I learned about mobility, when I, I, and I, you know, when I was taught, you know what, when you hurt in place A, it may, that that's probably not the, the, what is causing your pain. Maybe that's where it's ending up, but it's, that that area is is being pulled on by some other area and that's what's causing so you got to work on the area you got to exhaust that muscle group that's pulling on that muscle that's causing you the pain so don't just work you're actually, where you you're actually 100 percent right with what you're saying is that's what i was saying about a weak muscle versus a strong muscle a lengthened muscle versus a short muscle they're all fighting each other so when you start out, do you ever see a baby have trouble doing a full squat or they play on the ground at eight months, nine months, 10 months old? They're literally in a full squat plane, right? Most of us adults can't do that because we stop doing what we used to do. We sit at the toilet, so we never go below the toilet. The number one thing in China over there in Asia, they squat all the way down to go to the bathroom. So they have no ankle, knee, or hip problem because they have full range of motion, okay? So why is that? Because of their lifestyle. So I tell people every day, lifestyle-wise, work on a full squat where you can squat down, stand there, and just hold that and relax and be comfortable, right? That's going to make a difference in your life, not to be an athlete, but just to enjoy life and pain-free. Your back won't hurt. Because you can do that, so you're right on with that yeah. one. And and since since I've done since I've done squats and and you know I I, I learned you know I had a I had a, a trainer who was uh, very diligent about form and very diligent about uh, yeah you didn't really go down that wasn't a full squat you need to you know you, you're gonna you know, <laughs> get it down yeah, yeah. exactly exactly so I I have not had back pain so I have not had back pain at all and it used to be a huge problem for me so that's i credit i credit powerlifting and mobility learning about my body oh, oh okay i'm feeling a little tight in my back let me work on my quads let me work on my hips let me work on my inductors let me strip you know all of that stuff and for me i it was a it was a life-changing experience once i once i incorporated that so when I heard about mobility, but your process, when you say, hey, soft tissue work, stretch, then lift, that is something a little bit new for me. It was, I, I was really taught, well, it doesn't really, you know, sometimes it helps to to do this soft tissue work beforehand 
But usually we did the soft tissue work afterwards, to be honest. And that is true for this reason. Guys will say you don't loosen up too much because you want that tension in there to be stronger. That's why. So if you have pain, I have you guys do that soft tissue work. If you don't need it right at the beginning, go into your lifting because you're going to be tighter. Guys that run faster have tighter hamstring. It's a fact. Okay. It's why we do hamstring stuff with all my runners to get them super strong in their hamstrings so they run faster. But there's that fine line of too much strength and then they pull their hamstring or better mobility, but it slows them down. So it's a fine line at the highest level to play with that. Okay. Well, luckily, um, I don't need to compete but, at the highest level. So, yeah. What do you, what, what do you, what do you deadlift, Mark? What do you deadlift right now? 405. Four, I, I don't, I don't really go over 405, but I don't use, I've, awesome. I've, I've, I've stopped using a belt. So I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't All use belts. Guys, I don't use wraps. I don't, I don't use any straps, awesome. nothing. I'm completely naked. Awesome. So, well, I'm not that's naked. Awesome. I wear shorts, but that's, uh, but that's true strength. And that's, if you're if you're if you're an older guy that and not competing in the way of you got to add a hundred pounds to that, you should do it that way because a belt and wraps and all the stuff it helps you hundred percent, but that's the stabilizer. So my son just recently he's a sophomore, and I've been holding him back on a belt for years. Okay, he's a sophomore. He did four eighty five the other day, and he goes, Papa. The guys are doing with a belt. Why don't I use a belt? And I'm like, we don't use belts. <laughs> I won't let him use a belt. <laughs> Not my a, house. <laughs> he put a belt on and went up 50 pounds easy, instantly. Easy. Yeah. And he goes, Papa, that belt's so light. And I'm like, that's the stability of the belt. And I, I'm like, keeping you away from that. He back squatted 440. He's a sophomore in high school. This is a kid that's been doing this stuff for a while. He can do the splits. He can do all the mobility stuff. He's just a great little athlete, plays baseball, basketball, football, all of it. But it's like, I wish I would have had me as a dad back in the day helping me because he's not going to have pain. He's not going to have that hip. He's not going to have a hip replacement because he's working on his mobility. It's not just strength where we tighten up the joint and just lock it down and hammer it. He's actually opening that up and very fluid and, you know, so... But but I tell everybody out there, you could be a super senior and start with just a simple wall windmill, a runner stretch. Put your hands on a on a chair at the top and work on that rotation. These are all simple things that we teach, you know, at Bam Motion. It's a, it makes it easy for you guys to repeat this stuff. If you guys have blocks, you lay on them every night. It opens up your chest and shoulders. You spend five, six, seven minutes there, then go to bed right? So you're actually making your body better. And that's why I made these tools. And um, I hope someday soon I'll be into the stores to help more people understand how to make their bodies feel better because it's working amazing right now. I had the, uh, I asked for a testimonial from one of my clients the other day, two days ago. Her husband is the doctor for the San Francisco Giants. Okay. He's the doctor. She had back pain for nine months. So I said, can you send me a testimonial? She said, Bob, that's as good as it's going to get. I hate being on camera. I hate being there, but I did it. Da, 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 da. But she says, hey, you know, I played golf today. I walked all 18. I had no pain 
and I shot 78. Her best score ever is 76, which she shot last week. She shot 78 again. So your body, when it feels good, you will maximize what you're doing. So if you just want to hang out with your grandkids and go for a walk, you're going to feel better from this. If you're a high-level athlete who really wants to improve, you need to do this for the reason some of the stuff that we teach, medicine ball push-ups on the mat, absolute magic. And the reason I know that, seven weeks during COVID, didn't bench press, didn't do anything, but did the medicine ball push-ups with my kids, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Medicine ball push-ups on the mat. Let me show you guys so you guys can see this. So we put a ball in the middle of the mat, okay? There's boxes. We go from outside and we move in one box. Move in one box. Move in one box. Move in. And then we do the seventh one on the ball. When you finish the seventh one, we go back out. So we'll go back out from here all the way to the edge. Right? So that's 14 when I get back out there. I'll take a if I do 14, I'll take a 90-second break. If you're new to it, we'll do seven in. Minute break, seven out, minute break, six sets. When we're doing 14, we'll do four sets. So three sets of 14 and then as many as you can. Okay? So during COVID, we did this with the family. My daughter, she's a golfer. My son plays all the sports. We would do it three times a week consistently. I never bench pressed. At the end of that, in seven weeks, you know how you never bench? It feels heavy. Take off 225, right? I took off 225 and did it five times. And I was like, that was easy. Let's try 260. Boom. 275. Boom. I was like, holy shit. Those medicine ball push-ups are unbelievable. And the reason is I talked to Don Chu. You guys will have to look him up. He wrote the book on jumping into plyometrics. He worked with all the national teams, Stanford, NBA, NFL, Don Chu, just retired. He's like 82 now. I said, Don, why is this working so well? I feel so freaking strong in my shoulder and nothing hurts. He goes, Bob, it's core strength. When I do that medicine ball push-up routine, when you push off, this right foot wants to lift. So you're fighting the rotation. It's an anti-rotation exercise. So Martin, for you, you need to add that in. That routine right there will make you a beast. Deadlifts, everything, you're just so tight. You just feel strong through the core. Your core is like amazing because of that. So long story short, when you do the right exercises, when you mix in the mobility with the soft tissue work, add the bands for the strength, and then strengthen on top of that. I mean, like I said, I'm 53 and I feel like a 20 year old right now. Even though I had two hip replacements, I'm telling you, Martin, your, your deadlift will go up 40 pounds. You'll be like effortless power. Like, wow, what the heck is that? You're telling me the ball pushups will, will, will help me with my deadlift because of the core strength. Not because you think of that as more of a chest, back, shoulder exercise, triceps. You know, that's what that's working really. And you don't think of those. As being, I mean, you're using that in a deadlift, but that's not really the primary, right? So what you're saying- Your primary actually is your core. That's why when you put a belt on, you go up. So if your core is stronger, it's effortless power. So for example, my son 
two years ago, he did 28 two-minute rests, 28 two-minute rests, 28 two-minute rests, 56. I've never had an athlete even come close. None. Zero. Across the board of Major League Baseball, NFL, soccer, pick them all. No one can touch it. The only ones that have a chance are rock climbers and gymnastics. That's That's all core, yeah. yeah. And that's all core. So what's that teach you? Because my son, I had him do gymnastics, ballet, and taekwondo when he was little. Why? Because I heard from one of the trainers I saw in my first year, those are the three things to make an athlete. So I did that. Then I added all the deadlifts and power cleans and all that. He was a national Olympic lifter when he was 10. He went against a kid that was 14 in his weight group, and he lost like 50 pounds because of the, you know, the kid's 14. Yeah, yeah. He's right, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But Bodhi didn't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Bodhi like left and goes, I hate Olympic lifting. And I stopped. And, and the oh. guy that was teaching him, the guy that was teaching him goes, your son is so natural at the bottom because he had great mobility at 10 because of all the stuff I told you, gymnastics, ballet, taekwondo, all the way up from five to 10. So he's very mobile, very strong for his age, could walk on his hands, all the stuff. He could do backflips. He could do all that stuff at 10, but he didn't understand that kid's 14. You know, it's like Bodie, he's way older than you. You're the same weight, but you're not the same strength and, and years, yeah, but he didn't get that. So he, yeah. he thought he sucked and he goes, I don't like Olympic lifting, but it's great now. I mean, he, he hang cleans like 275 as a sophomore because of all the technique he had. All the other kids have no technique. So it's fun to watch. But, um, anyway, yeah. All right, you guys, well, outside of the heavy lifting, that's out of my realm. <laughs> um, back to the average everyday guy, because I do know on your website, um, your methodologies and your equipment, you speak to people that are either playing golf, tennis. We have a lot of listeners, I know for a fact, that play golf, pickleball, and tennis. So I'm going to send them, all of our listeners, to learn more about your equipment and your methodologies to your website. But I'm going to give you little two minutes here to give me your elevator pitch on why the average day person that plays in these recreational sports would find your methodologies and your equipment beneficial to their everyday participation. Yeah, it's super simple. It's metrics-based. It's measurable. So when you start doing it, you follow the videos that explain it to you, but you have a measurable amount of how wide are your feet, okay? Are they 30 inches today? Next week, 32, 34? You know exactly. So to understand this, I had 39 physical therapists in a room and I was teaching them. And I said, hey, guys, you know the stagger stance minivan walk? And they said, sure, of course. Come on out. Give me three guys. One, two, three. Here's a light band, medium band, heavy band. Start doing it. I said to the other physical therapist, what would you change about their movement? And they go, oh, put your feet closer. Put your feet wider. Put your feet here. Put your feet there. And I said, guys, this is therapist to therapist. They should know how to do it without you telling them anything right? But it's it was objective on the, what they were looking at. So I took my mat, I flipped it over, and I said, you do one box, you do two boxes, and you do three boxes. And the girl I told to do three boxes had the heaviest band. I did it on purpose. They started going, and I said to them, hey, what would you change about their movement now? And they go, hey, hey she's got to move in one box. And I'm all ding, ding, ding. We're speaking the language now. One box, two box, three box, not 
how wide are your feet? So for you guys to understand what I'm talking about right now, if you take a mini band and you put it on your ankles, this is what I was talking about. And I say, I want you to do it one box apart today. That's one box. Okay. If that's easy, next week, let's go to two boxes. And then the week after, let's go to three boxes. That makes sense? So the following week, I'm going to raise the band and start over at one box. You're now a professional trainer. I just taught you how to do that perfectly. And I never have to talk to you again. You can do this yourself. That's why my program works so well. It's not magic. It's not a new shiny object. It's right there and simple. You will see medium band, two boxes. Next week, try three boxes. Oh, that's too heavy. I'm going to stay at two until you build up. That's how my whole program is. So that's why I train trainers. And that's why I train physical therapists. I teach them some of the exercises that they're using every day. And then they show it to their clients. So now they can do it at home to work on mobility at home. So when they come to see the trainer, let's strengthen. Let's Olympic lift. Let's let's do stuff that's more active, right? Let's not waste time for 20 or 30 minutes on mobility. They can do that at home for 10 or 15 minutes every day and do it perfectly as I was standing there, right? Put your feet one box apart. Put your feet three boxes apart, five boxes apart. You guys do it just as if I was standing there because of the tools. Lay on the blocks at six inches, 10 inches, or 12 inches. It's perfect. That's why it works so well. So, uh, Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, Marty, I think we're about going to wrap it up. Do you have any other questions or comments? No, this is is great. I mean, I know what I'm going to take away from this is the process of when I have an issue, when I have pain, that I can go through the process of, okay, soft tissue work, stretching, then strengthening. To me, that is, that's a huge, that's a huge benefit for me to have confidence in that sequence. Um, because I, I had an idea that I needed to do those things. I just didn't know the sequence. <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and, and literally, I mean, I call it the magnificent seven. You need to do the wall windmill. That's a no brainer. If I have anybody I train, okay, they show up, they just go right to the wall windmill to start. First thing, take out the rotation. Then they do their Spider-Man and they check their lunge, how far they're apart. I'm at 50 inches on this side, 50. In- oh, wow. That's tight on that side for 50 inches. They know I don't have to tell them anymore. That's the magic of really getting results. It's like business. Are you, what's your revenue? Oh, I'm generating 30,000 a month. Well, what's your revenue? Everybody, they don't measure their mobility. It's guesswork out there. And it's a lot of shiny objects, and this is why a lot of people are in pain and back pain and all the stuff that they do. They don't understand. But it is that simple. Like I told you about my Giants doctor's lady, she does it on her own now. She sees me once a month. She stops in. We look at what she's doing. How are you feeling? Try this new one. Switch this around. But she is empowered because she can do it at home. She loves it because she can do it on her own and mixes it into what you guys are doing. So anyway, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Fun day. Great talking, Mark. 
Martin, I want to see that get to 500. Absolutely. I will work <laughs> I'm on out. it. I'm, I'm going to be there. Go, baby. Be three go. months. I'm going to do my, my uh, medicine ball push-ups. I'm going to get <laughs> <Excuse> there. <laughs> do you change your reps? Five sets of five, four sets of four, three sets of two, four sets of one, five sets, four, three, two, one. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I do mostly higher reps. Um, I don't do a lot of, of single reps. I, I max very, very infrequently. I, I far prefer doing the higher volume stuff. So my low volume is like four sets of five. That's going to be low volume. High volume is oh, going to wow. be like, so like I could you get know, three you, sets I could of 12 or, or more. Yeah. You could do 75 to a hundred pounds in six weeks. If you did my routine, not a question because you're over, you're like a, you're like a, um, a hundred meter sprinter who's running marathons. Yeah. That's literally how I explain it. Okay. My, my wife played tennis with Nick Bolateri back in the day and he used to have them run five miles a day, five miles. And I said, Oh my God, clueless. You don't run miles. You run 12, 15 hundreds, you know, 20 fifties, right? He'd have them run five miles. And if they didn't make a certain time, they'd run it again. So I'm all, he actually was making you slower. And that's Nick Bolateri, the number one tennis teacher of all time, who I sat with in Wimbledon, had a talk as his wife looked at me and said, damn, what do you do for your legs? You have incredible legs. And I go, well, I don't know what all the tennis players do. We do a box jump, da, da, da. She goes, oh, they're not doing that. And I go, really? She's all, you need to meet my husband. So, hey, Nick, how you doing? He goes, meet me inside. So we go inside and talk for 45 minutes. And he goes, I got to have you come out to my clinic. You got to teach my trainers. Like I said, don't you guys do this stuff? And I used to make fun of tennis. That was the funniest part about this whole thing. I'm a basketball, baseball guy. But the tennis guys at that time, I would just go like, you guys want to go play a little tennis? Put on our white little outfit? Let's go. You know, I'd make fun <laughs> of them all the time. But long story short, they had tremendous speed and power and all that, but they didn't know how to brain it at the time. It was totally new. And it's still a little bit new. Getting better, but it's still new to these guys. Still new. So anyway, guys, thanks right. for having me on. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it. Bobby. Thanks again. Well, there you go, folks. Bobby Aldridge, founder and creator of the BAM Metric Systems. You want to learn more about it? Uh, just check out the website and all of his social media links in the show notes. We're going to have everything available for you guys when this episode publishes. Thank you again so much for joining us. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to the show, like this episode, and tell your friends and family, anybody you think needs to learn some things, incorporate some habits into their lives to create some more balance and live a healthier lifestyle, please come back and join us. All right, that's it, guys. Signing off. Take care. Bye-bye.